We appreciate you partnering with us. We just uh, really have enjoyed being with your pastors, and and they love you so much. And um, they're just so excited about the future. And um, we just are excited with them. Um, we just thank you so much for being here and supporting us and um, the people of Ireland. Let's <laughs> say, love that. <laughs> You will really enjoy what Pastor Barry has to say. He's Praise God. I love him. Oh, amen. How many years? How many years? 34. 34. Wow. Praise God. Um, well, one of the things we're going to do, uh, otherwise I will have been negligent in being here, it is uh, we're going to get to the Word of God, uh, you know, because the Word of God is above everything else. Amen. How many know the Word of God is the final authority? Yes. And so, you know, but I also learned years ago when I was in Bible school uh, that, you know, this is a man who is my age then. <laughs> it, it, it's uh, interesting. I'm 65. And, uh, wow. No, I know. Praise God. And, uh, you know, but I, that's all right. You know, age is a number. This life is the word of God said, like a vapor of smoke. You know, if you've ever taken a match and lit it, you see the smoke uh, after you blow it out. That's what it's. But we've got eternity with God and a new body. Praise God. When, when, when uh, Kimba married me, I had dark brown hair. Uh, that's gone. But uh, along with some of the hair. But anyway, praise God. Uh couple things. One is, is I like to say this, I'm going to be myself, all right? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. And you be yourself. And, uh, you know, in Christ, <laughs> amen. But then also, uh, I'll share some things, you know, as we go along uh, this morning uh, about myself, uh, you know, Kimba. Uh, you know, I was born in St. Louis, uh, you know, the show me state, and, and, but see, that's in the Bible. James said, show me. Uh, so we know that uh, God likes Missouri. And, uh, amen. And so, uh, you know, I, I was born in St. Louis. grew up in Jefferson City. And uh, Kimbo was born in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, but the two of us met in Oklahoma, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was going to Bible school. She had basically grown up down there and was working. And... Uh, uh, I, I, I share this, Kimba, you know, in Tulsa, there's so many Christians there. She always had Christians she worked with. Then she married me and met my family and found out what real heathens were. Uh, I, I say that jokingly. I love my family. I, I was raised Catholic, uh, Irish Catholic. So when we uh, moved to Ireland, uh, there were so many things that were so similar. And, and so I could relate. Uh, and then I thought, God, you have a sense of humor because, uh, you know, in Jeff City, I went to St. Joseph's Cathedral. That was, the, you know, the church. But then they had a school, Catholic school. And the Sisters of Mercy who came from Ireland were the ones teaching us. And I thought, wow, you do have a sense of humor here. And uh, but with that, uh, you know, I gave my heart to the Lord and we were talking, you know, at the kitchen table last no, the night before, Friday night. I gotta remember what day it is. You know, we we flew 
uh, on, on Friday, uh, but by the time we got to bed, it was almost 24 hours later. Uh, and uh, flying is interesting today because with all the regulations and you have the vaccines and all that good stuff. Praise God. Babies don't bother me. Children. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We have grandchildren and uh, three of them and uh, they're full of energy. Uh, and then we, we've got uh, three of our own children. Uh, three here in America. Uh, my oldest, Michael, he lives in Colorado with his wife. And then Megan, uh, our oldest daughter, uh, she lives in Kansas City. She just got married in May and we came back and wearing masks for eight to 10 hours with no fun, you know, the plane and everything else. Um, and if you thought you had regulations and lockdowns here, Ireland had even more. Uh, so it was quite interesting. But then uh, we also have Rory, uh, he's, a, he's uh, in Chicago, and he lives there and he works. Then we have our two other daughters, May, uh, May. Stephanie and Brianna, they live with us in Ireland. Uh, Brianna's married, has three children. Uh, Stephanie is looking for who that guy is. And uh, so praise God. But the thing is, uh, I have a couple things on my heart, uh, but I'm wanting to make sure I don't forget the things that I need to remember. One is, is uh, twice now I've been able to have fellowship with the men uh, on Saturday morning here, and I've had a wonderful time. You know, we got into the Word, we talked about some things. And I want, this morning, because I, I, I want to talk about vision. And so I want us to go to Acts chapter 28. Because we're in Ireland, we, we've lived there now for 20 years. Um, you know, there, there, there's, uh, even though I was raised Irish Catholic, uh, I, I, when I got to Ireland, I found out that Catholicism in Ireland is different from here. From here. Uh, and then, you know, there are other little things uh, that you uh, don't know because... Uh, only know as much as what they have experienced. And so I've experienced some things, you've experienced some things, but if we'll allow God to use what we've experienced in our lives, then we'll be able to fulfill the vision. And you say, what do you mean vision? Well, God has a vision for why we're here. God has an individual vision for ourselves. He has a greater vision, and the greatest vision is this. Jesus says, I came to do the will of my Father. He says, I came here, and Jesus came to the earth because God had put within him his purpose, which would be vision. See, over in uh, uh, um, Proverbs chapter 29, it says, uh, without a vision, the people perish. Anybody familiar with that verse? But also, in other translations, that word means to cast off restraint. We just had the Olympics recently. How many, you know, did anybody watch the Olympics? But how many know that the, individual that go to, the individuals that go to the Olympics, and, and I've enjoyed sports all of my life. Uh, you know, uh, played football in high school. I, I wanted to play it in college, you know, but look at my size. You realize why I didn't go any further in high school. But the thing is, is I, I've always been involved in sports. I'm still involved to a certain degree now. Uh, but the thing is, is that does anybody believe that anyone that went to the Olympics went to the Olympics to take 
second or third place? No, within all of them, they had a vision of going and taking gold. And see, it's the same uh, with ourselves. God has a personal vision. He say, well, I'm older. Well, yeah, I'm 65, but, you know, as long as I'm breathing, I'm going to keep going for it. Amen. Paul said, I press for the mark or the prize. And, and, and so we keep pressing. But the greater vision when we're talking about God, it, it, it is souls. That's right. I'm not living in Ireland because, you know, I think it's, you know, the best place to live. We, we're living in Ireland. We love living in Ireland. Uh, you know, we've already discussed this. Uh, unless the Lord spoke very clearly into our hearts, we're quite willing to spend the rest of our life and end up being buried in Ireland. But Ireland is uh, one of the strongest socialist countries in all of Europe. You think that you, you, you don't like the prices, uh, uh, I was going to say petrol, gas. Uh, you know, we're at over $6 a gallon right now. And it's been almost $9 a gallon. All because of the taxes in order to do the social programs. So I'll just say to you, don't talk to me about high prices here. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I say that, you know, tongue-in-cheek. But see, that that's our life. It's like, you know, we're, I'm looking at, you know, because I'm the one looking more than Kim. But, but you know, uh, we need a vehicle. We're believing for a vehicle. But then, you know, I'm looking at uh, a, a 2017 Ford, and it's not uh, a 150. You know, all the vehicles in Ireland, uh, they're miniaturized. <laughs> And part of that is because, you know, if you have a V8, the taxes on V8s, you know, engines are, are crazy. Uh, and, and, and uh, you know, so they're mostly V6, uh, you know, two liter, if not less. Uh, but uh, for a used 2017 Ford pickup, you know, that need a hitch, uh, you know, trailer hitch, it, 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 it's going to be 35000 we, we bought uh, years ago when our children were uh, growing in that. We needed, over there they call it a people carrier here, you know, a minivan. But we uh, had a five-year-old minivan that we bought a Toyota. And uh, it was 20, so it was almost $30,000 for used. Oh, yeah. So, so why am I sharing this? Because vision does not allow the, the limitations of this life to stop are you hearing me? And, and so whatever vision you might have, and God has a vision for your life, and uh, don't, don't allow natural things to stop uh, you from fulfilling that vision. But then also God has a vision for this congregation. Amen. And so I want us to read over in Acts, you're, you're already there, but in Acts 28, or 26, uh, because Paul made a statement, and... Uh, this is part of, of our own lives because, you know, Kim and I, we met uh, in, in Tulsa. Uh, we didn't know each other. Uh, you know, had we met before I gave my heart to the Lord because I gave my life to Jesus in 1980. That was 42 years ago. Well, it's going to be 42, 41 years ago. And, and uh, I haven't changed. What do you mean you haven't changed? You look older. Yeah, I look older, but inside I haven't changed. What is it? I'm still excited about Jesus today as I was 41 years ago. Probably even more. I love him more today than I did 41 years ago. And, and I'm not going to change. 
uh, you know, when I gave my heart to the Lord, and, and this is what I was about to say a moment ago, if Kim, would have, if Kim and I would have met each other before I gave my life to Jesus, she would have had nothing to do with me, and I also wouldn't have anything to do with her. You know, a nice church girl, oh, that's all right. I'm not looking for a nice church girl. I'm looking for a party girl. <laughs> and uh, because uh, I got kicked out of Columbia University because I partied more than I went to school. Uh, and, and then, you know, uh, I was not a nice guy. Uh, and so here we, we meet and, uh, you know, I gave my heart to the Lord. But then when I did, you know, I, I share this with people because, you know, I used to drink, I used to do drugs, all these different things, I used to sell drugs. Uh, then I gave my heart to the Lord and people, you know, would say, well, you know, so, so you don't drink anymore? And they said, no, I still drink. It's just I drink the new wine. Come on, somebody smile. Amen. Jesus said, you know, in John, he says, if any man thirst, let him come and drink. On the day of Pentecost, it said, you know, when they came because of the noise, Peter got up and said, they're not drunk as you suppose. How many know there's, we can drink of the Spirit of God? And that's what I do. Amen. But then also, you know, I used to party a lot. And uh, I used to go to the clubs. I used to dance. And people say, so you don't go, you don't dance anymore. And I said, no, I still dance. I just change partners. <laughs> How many know there's a dance in God? And if you don't have a dance still today, then you need to get away from everything else. Spend some time to God so it rises up inside of you to where you, Amen. I told you I'm going to be myself. I, 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 I'm not quite going to be quiet for no one. I'm not going to step back for anyone. Amen. Why? Because you didn't save me. You didn't deliver me from the drugs. You didn't deliver me from, from the anger that was deep inside of me to where I was angry at this one. But He did. That's why 20 years in Ireland, I don't mind. See, the freedom in this country... Until you've left this country, you really don't know how free you are. Yeah, yeah, Anybody that has left, you understand. Yeah. And, and so, because like in Ireland, you know, when they had the, the lockdown, and, and you know, here, uh, you know, people pushed back against some of the things going on, uh, especially towards the churches and, and that. But in Ireland, one, one church tried it in the south. Uh, that after the serve, well, the police actually came into the building. And they arrested the guest speaker, and they arrested the pastor, and, and then they released him uh, because, you know, you know, in Ireland it's like this. You can't do that. But it depends on what day of the week. <laughs> and who you're talking to. And we've gone through this. It's just there. You know, Steve, you ring up and ask, well, you know, are we able to do this? You know, and No, you can't. You, you, you're not allowed, so don't even try it. And then you call back maybe two days later, get somebody else. Uh, would, would we be able to have planning to build this, you know, addition? Oh, yeah, I think it's all right going. So, you know, it, 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 it makes it interesting. But the thing was is that the next Sunday, the police had their cars uh, on the inter at the intersections around the church so nobody could get there. And, and the government uh, made a claim, if, if anybody tries this, then you'll be arrested. And so um, there's different things. But we're there not because it is beautiful. Ireland, well, when it's not raining, 
and it rains 50% of the time. Uh, that's why it's all green. You know, if you see pictures of Ireland, it's so green and all the different shades of green, it's because it rains. So you have to go through rain. If you don't like rain, don't come to Ireland. Or if you have to have sunshine all the time, you won't make it there. Because in the wintertime, uh, it, it's dark. I mean dark by 4 o'clock. And, uh, you know, maybe 8 o'clock in the morning, the sun's coming up. But if it's overcast, then you have your lights on in the house all day long. And it's a light rain. But it could go for three, four, five, six days in a row. And then one day of sunshine in the winter. And then four, five, six more days in a row of rain. That's winter. And so, praise God. Why am I sharing all this? Because vision is what puts the constraints. And, 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 and when I'm talking about constraints, I'm not talking about a bad thing. Anyone that went to the Olympics, they had constraints on their life. They didn't go and do this. Why? Because their vision was to be on the podium for gold. And you can't do this and be there. Okay. Are you hearing me? Okay. Okay. Vision within themselves put constraints. When other people were sleeping, they got up. When other people were just eating whatever they want, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not telling you what to eat or what not to eat, but when they recognize, wait a minute, if I'm going to be in peak physical condition to be able to be uh, 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 competing for gold, then I can't be eating junk food. I'm just sharing vision. But it was a self-constraint. They might have nutritionists and everything else saying this, 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 but how many know they couldn't make them do it? It had to be a vision within themselves. And, and, and that's the same for our individual life. God has a vision for our individual life, but that vision also then incorporates God's overall vision, and it's over in James. I, I, we're not going to go to all these verses. And, uh, but, see, we can't have the heart of God if we don't have a heart cry for the lost. Amen. Why? Because over in James it says, be patient, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. For the husbandman has what? Patience for the precious fruit. Say precious fruit. How many know the precious fruit is it's humans? Yeah. It's human beings. Amen. But he says until he receives the former and the latter rain. That's the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. And, and, and I was talking about some things. How many know what, what's in you comes out? So when we were talking, it was coming out. Why? Because it's in me. We're in the last day harvest. And we cannot, in my background, I, I have a degree in agriculture, animal science. I thought I was going to be a veterinarian and take care of four-legged sheep. And then God said, no, nah, two-legged. How <laughs> many know we're all sheep? He calls us sheep. <laughs> and and, and uh, so, you know, uh, when we're looking at this, and we're talking about uh, you know, the overall vision of God, every one of us have a place in that vision. We, we all are a piece in that puzzle uh, for, that, for the full vision of God, which is the salvation, this end time harvest. But like in the natural, you know, because uh, I had to take some courses, you know, with, with, with that uh, uh, of grains and all this. But if you're, if you're going to bring in the harvest, and this is harvest time that's coming up, some of it's already started, but you bring out the big equipment. How many know when we're talking about God? Because God, when Jesus spoke about things, he didn't get into deep theological things. I mean, it was deep spiritually, but he did speak to the people either about buildings or agriculture. Sea time and harvest. Amen. 
See, see, because you can't have a harvest without seed. Amen. See, see, this is why we're, we're grateful for all of you and your giving and, and that because we, we can't do what we're doing without others believing in the vision God put in, uh, inside of us. And, and this is part of it. And, and it, can, I, can I be honest this morning? We can't do everything. And I had a pastor when I was on staff. He was in the office. You know, we've, we've lived in Ireland twice. We came back, and, and I'm sitting there. And, and, and uh, I don't know if I was acting that way. It wasn't on purpose if I was. But all of a sudden, he said, Barry, you got to get rid of that Jesus complex. And I said, Jesus complex? What are you on about? He said, you're not the answer for everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many know Jesus is only the one that's the answer for everything? Yeah. And then even for ourselves, we can't give to everything. But we need to know where we should be giving. We should know where we should be part of a vision. How many know that when someone does something that's all about them? How many know that there's a term with, with taking pictures with their mobile phones, what do they call them? You take a picture of yourself, what do they call it? How many know if the picture of your life and vision is only about yourself, it's called selfish? <laughs> Amen. See, because God created us to have a vision beyond ourselves. Amen. And, and, and so the vision of Ireland, and, and it's been, you know, and you say, oh, well, see, you, you were raised Irish Catholic. But I'll share, and you'll have to believe me. If you don't, I can't do anything about it. But my mother, all of our life when we were young, said, forget about Ireland. There's nothing there. Because my mother was raised by her grandmother who came from Ireland. And they left Ireland, and they don't know specifically, but the only thing they could figure out is they left Ireland to become indentured servants. What should, anybody know what indentured servant is? Yes. For three years, they were owned by somebody else because they would pay for their passage from Ireland to America, and then to pay off that debt, they had to do and anything they wanted. I'm, I'm talking about you know, work or whatever. That their life was not their own. And if they actually left that home without permission, they could be arrested. That's what indentured servant. So for three years, and then they ended up in St. Louis. My uh, great-grandfather uh, became a mounted policeman. They, they found the stall where he kept his horse. Uh, and, and But the thing was, is my great-grandmother uh, raised my mother because during the Depression, you know, uh, my uh, grandmother needed help. They had 10 children, normal Catholic family, you know, 10 children. And, and uh, she kept saying to my mother, forget about Ireland. And then when we moved to Ireland, I found out some of the whole mental dynamics. But it was the same over there. I was talking to people. When someone left Ireland to, and maybe didn't come to America, they, they would have a wake. It's like they died. And then they would not talk about him because it was too painful because they knew they'd never see him again. And that's what was in my grandmother. She came because of poverty. Uh, Ireland, even when we moved there the first time, did not, this is 1989. Not everybody had a telephone in their house. Not everybody had a car. 1989. Not, I'm not talking about 1889. 1989. Ireland was a third world country still. Technology, pharmaceutical companies from America, technology companies from America turned it completely upside down now. They're, they're, they're a completely different country. But the thing was, 
that was in my mother, and that's what she said to us. Forget about Ireland. I know you're Irish, but you're in America. And I'm sharing all that. Why? Because us living in Ireland, specifically what's in me, is a vision God put there. It wasn't because I, you know, I'm Irish. Am I making sense this morning? See, why is that important? Look at what Paul said uh, in Acts chapter 26. I'll get there. Because he shared the vision. And we know this why. Because down in verse 29, he says, Where, O King Agrippa, whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the what? Can we say this real loud together? I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. And what was that vision? Because see, if, if you go back and, and you know, here Jesus is speaking to him, and, and I like uh, here, did they put it up? No, okay. Praise God. How many, uh, you don't have an electronic, they go ahead and, and write down. And verse 18 says, uh, verse 17 says, deliver you from the people. I tell you what, the only way we'll get this vision accomplished is we got to get to where we don't care if the people like us or don't like us. Amen. See, if you're going to be too concerned about what people think about you, we won't fulfill. And when I say we, because the body of Christ all over the world, the harvest is coming in. The, the, the ability is the Holy Ghost in us. We can't do it. If you read, read the book of Acts, you want, you want to know what it's going to look like in the, in the book of Acts on steroids. Because it says the former and the latter rain. It's going to be a double portion of what we see in the book of Acts. Uh, uh, it, it came to my mind, so I'll just share this. John G. Lake. I, I was looking at the book you have in your office on John G. Lake. But he talks about how that he had... Uh, a, a vision and an angel came and spoke different things, but I, I want to quickly go here. And he had a Bible in his hands and he said, how will we be able to accomplish this? And he said, open up to the book of Acts. He said, that is the answer. The book of Acts. What is the book of Acts? It's the power of the Holy Ghost working through men and women manifesting the power of God on this earth so that multitudes come in. Amen. How many of you want to see this church building full. Amen. Well, it won't be by our ability. It'll be by His ability. It'll be because we don't care. And I'm not talking about being hard or ugly. I'm talking about if you love me, I still love you. If you hate me, I still love you. See, I, you know, that's why the babies, they don't bother me. See why? Because if somebody walked in that door, all, you know, fluorescent hair, tattoos, everything, you know, pierced and things you don't want to think about pierced. Uh, maybe even, you know, I, 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 my nose still recognizes if somebody just came out of a car smoking a joint, all right? But if they came in looking like that, sat down next to me, I'm not going to change the way I act, and I'm not going to change how I love them. Amen. But we have to have that vision inside of us. What vision? This is the time of harvest. And we are the one God has on the earth. And as long as we're breathing, then He wants to use us. 
See, we're in Ireland and we thank God, you know, and, and you know, but see, I, I, I'm believing for you. See, Paul said this over, over in Ephesians. How many uh, have ever quoted, my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory? Anybody ever quoted that verse? I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand, but do you qualify? Because you have to go back another couple of verses where Paul said uh, concerning giving and receiving, no church communicated with you, with me, but you only. And then he goes on and says, I'm not looking for a gift, but I'm looking for fruit to your account. And so this church, they have given to us so that we can be there. Because it's going to take more, and, and we're believing, you know, for more to be involved. Because how, how many know that, uh, you know, if you live in a country where, you know, it's over $6 a gallon, you know, you, you, you need to have resources. Yes. Amen. But what I have inside of me, and I'm believing for you, is just like with David, you know, he went and they had the battle, and, and, and the lads that went with him came back, and they had the spoils, and then the ones that stayed with them with the, uh, 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 you know, the, the equipment and stuff, back with the horses, they come back and they say, they don't get any, they didn't fight. What did David say? <laughs> Just as those who went and fought and those who stayed, they all get the same reward alike. So although you're here, and God hasn't put the vision in you to go to another nation, but he has in us, and you allow us because you're, you're giving towards us, then the reward... We get to say. Right. Amen. Amen. You should get excited about that. Yes. Amen. Because see, you can stand in boldness today and declare, my God supplies all of my need according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. Not your job. Him. Yeah. Why? Because you've done just like Paul said about himself. No church communicated with me concerning giving and receiving. But you only. See, that's the qualification. And that's why you qualify. And if you're involved even personally, then you even have a greater stance on that promise, my God will supply. Is this making sense this morning? And, and, and so, you know, vision, and, and it helps me because one of the things I saw was that, uh, do you know Moses didn't fulfill what God called him to? He didn't start that vision of delivering the children of Israel until he was 80. Yes. I'm 65. I have 50 more years to get, you know, develop. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Yeah, praise the Lord. And then I'm also excited about this because how many would love to see the Lord return today? Amen. Oh, I tell you, I, you say, oh, I don't know, I got life to live. No, 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 life doesn't stop. He gets better. Yes. I mean, we don't even have a word for how good it gets. The thing is, that, uh, you know, for you and I, <coughs> anybody else also tired of the injustice, the wickedness, yeah. and all, all the different things going on, unrighteousness, yeah. and that big word means it's just not right? Amen. Yeah. But the only one that can bring it right is Jesus. Amen. But see, he's not going to come until he gets his harvest. Which means we have some work to do. Amen. And each one of, have, of us have something inside of us that the other one does not have. Each one of us has a voice into lives that 
I'll never have. But together this harvest will be done. Amen. And so I'm just encouraging you, you know, because it's a heavenly vision. You say, well, I don't know if I've got a heavenly vision. Then, then take some time. Separate yourself from, from, from the things that you're able to. Amen. And spend it in, in, in with the Lord. And let Him build inside of you a vision. And you say, well, how do I know if it's a vision? Because it'll be beyond yourself. See, if it's something you can do with your own ability, then it's not a godly vision. It's a natural vision. Because God always asks us to do things that's beyond our ability. Why? That way he gets the glory. Are you hearing me? But then the other side that gets me excited is, oh, glory to God. He's going to use me. And all my imperfections and weaknesses, and, and if you want to, you can ask, you know, Kimba what they are, but she's going to be a godly wife and not tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Too late. laughs> Amen. Praise God. Well, you don't think you're perfect, do you? No. Oh, no, no. Nope, none of us are perfect. If it was based on being perfect and doing everything right, none of us qualify. But what it is, is having a vision that we know is from God. And see, in the vision, if you see when, when, when the Lord spoke to him, you know, here, it, it not just delivered from the people to whom he sent it. See, see, the Lord has sent us not just to Ireland, because part of the vision is, and see, when, when it's a godly thing, then there will also be other many women around you, mature godly many women that also will see it in you. If it's only you... Then say, Lord, help, help, help me here. See, because there'll be other godly men and women that will also see it. Let, let, let me help you. Um, when, when I met uh, uh, Kimba, you know, we talked. We didn't know each other very long. Then we were engaged. But when we spoke, I, I, I spoke with her. And there's a couple things that said to her before we got married. One was, is, uh, I love Jesus more than you and I always will. You know, some people go, <clears throat> No, no, no. If you love a human being more than Jesus, then, then, then let me pray for you because you, you've got some things backwards. You, you've got a trailer in front of the truck. Amen. But I, and I said, you know, and you better love Jesus more than me. No, it wasn't one-sided here. Amen. And I said, if I ever stop following the Lord, you keep on going because if you stop following Jesus, I'm going to keep on going. Oh, God, some of you look at me funny there. No, 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 See, I love Jesus above everyone and everything. And I'm not changing. Amen. But that's the same thing I'm believing that Kimba will be the same. Amen. If I, if I decide to go and be flaky, keep following Jesus. Amen. Let me be flaky. Anyway, let me get back to the vision. <laughs> Praise God. No, but see, we, that's what I said. We, I, I, uh, do you remember? We're sitting on the steps there in the apartments. Yeah, she does. But see, also, I spoke to her because back when I gave my life to the Lord, uh, uh, it was a couple of months, uh, I had a vision. Uh, and, 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 well, it wasn't a dream. I'd gone to bed. I always had my Bible under my pillow. I did that. And, and, and uh, uh, the alarm went off. And this is why I know it was from God because it went off. I got up. I had the alarm in the kitchen. 
because I had to get up and I want to make sure I didn't, you know, and I, and I put it on snooze, went back to sleep, the snooze alarm went off, I got up, I turned the snooze and went back. But my Bible had been under my pillow. And the, the, the second time I went back to the, and lay down, all of a sudden I'm sitting there, there's a man with people around sitting on this big rock speaking. And then he got up and walked away, and when he did, I recognized it had been Jesus. And right next to me was an angel, and I turned to the angel and said, what did he say? And he gave me a chapter and verse, not the book, but a chapter and verse. And when I, and then he said to me, you better get up, you're going to be late for work. And immediately I woke up, and next to my head, my Bible was open, and there's the chapter and verse right in front of me. I've been asking the Lord about being called to ministry. And he answered me. But then also, the Lord said, and I'm also teaching your wife. Now, Kimba has no recognition. How many know there's some things God can be doing inside of you that you don't know all that he's doing? And I thought, okay, who are you teaching my wife? I got a wife. All right, praise God. I like it. <laughs> But I knew inside of me that I was called, one, to Ireland primarily, but also to other nations. And in Ireland, where we're at, where we're, 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 we're based, uh, I ministered from there, uh, and I ministered all across Europe. I ministered in most of the countries of, of Western Europe. I've got, our Lord has taken me all the way to Russia. But not just to Russia. I've also ministered in a number of countries in Africa. I've, all, I've ministered all the way down to the bottom to Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, uh, and, but this is gone. I'm a nobody from Jeff City in Missouri. But when God puts a vision that he calls you to inside of you, inside of, if we'll let him fulfill it, he can take you all over the world. But he said, oh, he's not calling me to do that then you get the rewards that he put inside of me to go around the world because you allowed me to do it because you connected. Not just in finances, but in your prayers. Not just in your prayers, but also in your words. Amen. Praise God. How many know those that became uh, gold winners, they, they didn't go around saying, I'm no good, I'm terrible, I, I can't do this. They might have a little bit, but anybody that was around and had any sense that you better close your mouth and start declaring, I am a winner. I am a gold medalist. Amen. Now I said, because godly men and women around will also pick up in the spirit what God's put inside of you. I said, Kim and I, because we're engaged now, and we're going to get married, and I said, the Lord has called me to Ireland, but not just Ireland, but to nations. And God had put that into me way back. And see, we, 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 what was it, 10 years later when we met, I think? Um, but then, our pastors, you know, they were pastoring Mighty Word Church down in the south. That's our home church. Uh, but uh, the Arnolds, we were at their house. They come to be the senior pastors, you know, 20 years ago. And we were at their house because they said, what's in your heart? We said, Ireland. Uh, they said, okay, let's come together and pray. And we're praying, uh, you know, and I'm over, and I'm kind of sitting there in the chair by the fireplace. And, 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 and Pastor Tom comes over, he puts his hand, and anybody see Pastor Tom? Yeah, right. He's got huge hands. I've got girly hands. 
Man, when I get to heaven, I'm going to have Jesus. Why'd you give me curly hands? Nothing wrong with you ladies. You know, ladies should have curly hands. Amen. But these hands are little. And, and, and so, and he puts his big, you know, bear claw on top of me, his hand. And he starts praying. And, 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 and as he's praying, he says, and, and I prayed for Barry and, 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 and him going to, and he hesitated. And I, and I noticed it because later on we talked. He hesitated because I knew that if it was just natural, he would have said Ireland. But he stopped and hesitated and he says, to the nations. And then later on he says, did you catch what happened when I prayed for you? And I said, oh yeah, I did. He says, so what, was this accurate? And, oh yeah, but I've told no one but my wife. How many know God is bringing a witness? to what he's put inside of me, but he's got something inside of you. Amen. That's why we need to be sensitive to the men and women around us that God's called to speak into our lives. Amen. Praise God. But look at this. I never even looked at what time I started. Praise the Lord. Uh, not, not for that I didn't look, okay? I like to say praise the Lord. See, before I gave my heart to the Lord, I, I, I used a whole lot of other words, but not praise the Lord. <laughs> Probably you did too. But here, what does it say in verse 18? It says, this is part of that heavenly vision, and this is also what God's called you and I to, to different responsibilities, different degrees of things. But here it says what? To open the eyes and to turn them from the darkness to light. How many know that's still what God has is his vision for mankind? To bring them out of darkness and into light. And that's what he did to me. And it says what? It says from the power of Satan unto God. Praise the Lord. That they may receive forgiveness of sins. See, I, 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 I share this because... When I gave my heart to the Lord, and we were talking about this. See, see, I, I went up, and it was Granite City, Illinois. You know, I'm down in Columbia, Missouri. I went to a wedding. I met this girl, you know, and, you know, like, you know, 20-year-old lads, you know, boys, you know, girls, you know. On, and, for, you know, how many beauty is in the eye of the beholder? And, and uh, so, you know, to me, I go, oh, she's good looking. And we talked, and we realized, oh, oh yeah, okay. And, and so we're going to have a date. If we ever got close enough, because she was living up in Springfield, Missouri, or Springfield, Illinois, right? That's the capital city, right? Yeah. I'm going to try and keep. And, and, and I'm down in Columbia, Missouri. We're way apart. You know, we never thought it would happen, but if it did, yeah, we'll go out. We'll go dance and party. And, and so, a uh, good guy, a friend that I was doing karate with, he's going up uh, to visit uh, his girlfriend's family and his mother. I, I put it this way: she was a good Pentecostal lady. You know, anybody, if you don't understand it, ask your pastors. You know, I'm sure Pastor Dola can inform you about that. You know, uh, we need Pentecostal mamas in, in every church. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, but see, I was raised Catholic. So, you know, organ, basically. You know, uh, and here I grew up, and they, they witnessed to me about Jesus. Oh, I'm fine. I'm not up here to, you know, this Jesus stuff. I want to take with this girl. Uh, but I was going to go to church, you know, I figured that's a good trade. You know, I get a date with this good-looking girl, but i got to go to church on Sunday morning. I can handle that, you know. But I go, now this was a Pentecostal church of God, of God in Christ. 
I've never been to any Pentecostal church in my life. Never even knew they existed. I mean, you know, I, we were cuckoo. You know, there's the Catholic Church and everybody else is lost. And, and, so we <laughs> and you don't even think about it. Uh, you know, so I, I knew there were Baptists. I knew there were Methodists. You know, outside of that, basically, you know, nothing. And, and when we got back to the house, they said, well, what'd you think? And I don't remember a single thing the pastor said, but I, I said to them, the music sure was lively. That's all I said. But then God comes in, and I give my life to Jesus. And now I'm standing here in front of you 41 years later, and I still love Jesus. Don't tell me you can't spend your entire life loving Jesus. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. But see, to bring him out of darkness, out of the power of Satan, into the power of God, well, we're not the power of God, but the power of God lives in us. Amen. See, that's why Jesus left us. We are the church. He's the head, but we are the body. We're the ones with the power within us. He called, he said, those that believe in my name, they shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. He says that they shall speak with new tongues. He said they'll cast out demons. And, and we're, we're in a society of, oh, devils in it. Oh, no, no, no. No, I, I have demons. Amen. I mean, the drugs I was doing, I had help to be that crazy. Some of you look at me like you were saints all your life. I mean, how, how many you know someone that goes out and they take you know, a, 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 a high-powered, you know, muscle car. They go down the motorway at 150 miles an hour, and they don't care what's going on. How many know you have to have demonic help to be that crazy? Yes. Why? Because normal people will not go that fast down the motorway that will cause them to kill themselves and somebody else and not care about it. You're influenced by darkness. Amen. Somebody that will go out, and I did, I, I should, you know, I, I did everything you can think of as far as drugs. I OD'd on PCP. Uh, I never put a needle in my arm because I, you know, every, see somebody says, oh, well, you know, I couldn't help myself. You're a liar. Oh, I said that didn't. Even when I didn't know Jesus, I had limits that I put on myself. One was, is I would not put a needle in my arm. No, that was my decision. The other was, and, and, and forgive me, I'm not trying to be crude or whatever, but but I had I had I had a limit. I wouldn't sleep with a married woman. Now, if you're single, you're gay. <laughs> I said I was gonna be real, and I'm gonna be myself. That's reality. Come on now. It's crazy out there. The things that are going on and what people are doing, what I was doing, but this was 1980, and today it's even crazier. I, yeah, Kim says way crazy. It is. But the thing is, is that God's called you and I to bring this harvest in. We have to have that vision inside of us. It's a godly vision. And it's from God. And we have the power of God within us. So whatever devil's out there messing with family, friends, co-workers, you know, people we love, people we... It does, we have the ability because it's in us. You have part of that vision inside of you. Amen. And so we're in Ireland. We're there. We're, 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 I believe we're 
getting ready to see the greatest move of God that's ever been seen, not just on the earth, but where we live in our country. Because 2% of the population is saved. And of the 2%, 1% are people like ourselves and from all over other parts of the world that have moved to Ireland, which means there's 1% of the Irish that would really be born again. So that means that if you walked into a, 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 a store there, you know, there it would be Dunn's here, you might say Walmart or whatever, but if you walked into that store and there were 100 people in that store and you're one of them, that means everyone else there is lost. Yeah. But God is greater. And I want to finish with this. Anything that we do, you also get credit for it because you have helped us be able to do it. And we are thankful for that. And there's a day coming where we'll have all the time because we'll have eternity. That we can sit down and we share things and, and, and fellowship. Right now we have to focus where God's called us to be. And, and, and it's like, you know, we, we've known Gary for 35 years. And we've had great fellowship with him and Dola. Uh, you know, we've had fellowship with some of the men Saturday. But then there's coming a time, there'll be no limit. We'll have eternity to do and fellowship and that. But you and I have an assignment to finish. And I shared, I shared this, a harvest. Anybody involved with agriculture harvest? At harvest time, even the children are involved. Nobody is not. They might only be drink, coming and taking out some water to daddy on the tractor or maybe helping mommy make the sandwiches, you know, to take to the work. Everybody's involved. That means you are to be involved in this harvest. Every one of us. And if you let God use who he created you to be. Did you hear me? You can't be me, and I can't be you. But God created you to be you. And if you'll celebrate who you are. See, the world is trying to tell everybody who they're supposed to be. No, no. I'm going to celebrate who God created me to be. Amen. How he created me to be. <coughs> Amen. And we're all unique. And if we'll let him use that uniqueness then we'll be able to help bring people out of the darkness and into the light. To deliver them from the power of darkness that's destroying them. Drugs were destroying me. And I almost killed myself when I overdosed that one time. That's why we're still here today. That's what was in my heart to share with you today. Vision. There is a heavenly vision, which means it's from God. And he has a heavenly vision for you individually. You say, oh, well, I believe I knew what it was and now I'm off track. God can get you back on track. But it takes one step to get there. Really, it's not a step. It's a bowing. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And he will exalt you in due time. In other words, he'll bring you back to that place. What's humbling myself? I get on my knees and I say, not my will, but your will be done. I died with Christ and then I no longer live to myself. 
to keep me stirred up. And I can only do that if I keep going back to Him. It's like this morning before we came. I'm going to be quiet. I turned on some music, singing about the blood. Singing about the blood. The devil doesn't want to hear these songs anymore. He doesn't want to hear songs about the blood. Anybody remember what can wash away my sins? Nothing, nothing, nothing. And the devil knows it. And he doesn't want you and I to know we have the name. Because he doesn't have to bow to any other name but the name of Jesus. That's why the vision is part of it. We have to see that inside of us. When we say in the name of Jesus, devil, take your hands off my loved ones. We have to see that inside of us, the devil running. How many know you can't play with the devil and make him run too? <laughs> oh, okay. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. You're going, what did we get here? Well, uh, all I can say is I love Jesus. And, and I'm grateful for being here. Grateful that you came. I mean, you could stay home. So I'm grateful you came. I'm grateful that you sat there and listened. Amen. But I'm not going to be totally happy. I just don't want you to hold this morning and continue the way you did from yesterday. I want you to hold with a little more of God stirring inside of you. Amen. If I've done that, then I'm going to be excited when I go home today. Because I don't want you to... Well, I'm trying to get the right word out. I'll be honest, I really don't care that you see me or hear me. I do care that you're going further with God this morning than you were yesterday. Because that's the only way. Going forward is the only way. Amen. I want everybody just close your eyes, bow your heads for a moment. I know that uh, your pastor said, you know, if you want to pray for people, whatever, you know, and, and, and I, I thank them for that liberty. I don't, I don't uh, take it lightly. But above everything else, I only do what I hear the Holy Spirit say to do. And this is what it grows up inside of me, and I believe it was Him speaking to do. I, I, I want all of you, and I'm going to start. Is there anyone here that I really don't have clarity and vision for my life at the moment? And, and not looking around. Please, please be uh, uh, aware of others. Is there anyone, because I want to pray for you. If you say, I, I really don't have clarity and vision in my life at the moment. I want to pray for you first. Is there anyone? All right. Praise God. I don't belabor anything. But then also, I, are you, you said, I, I, I have vision, but I, I want more uh, clarity of how to fulfill that vision. Is there anybody here who say, oh, I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you. I see those hands. Thank you. I see that hand. Heavenly Father, right now, as I saw them with my physical eyes, Father, you saw them from heaven. They raise their hands. And so I'm going to pray for them right now in the precious name of Jesus, Father, for them. And my prayer is this. 
that Father, by your Holy Spirit, you will come and you'll bring greater clarity of the vision for them for their lives. That Father, that you'll bring a, a specificness in some of the things that you call them to do. And that Father, in that, that they'll also be obedient to fulfill those things. And Father, I thank you the enemy has no ability to hinder, stop, as long as we are obedient and we have faith in you. And I thank you for that for them, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Now I'm going to pray for one more group of people, I believe. And if there isn't anyone, that's all right. This isn't, you know, don't go digging. You know, you'll know in your heart. But is there someone here you go, uh, yeah, I had a vision in my heart of what God wanted, and I, but I know I've gotten off track. Is there anybody that I'd like to pray for you before we go? You know that you've gotten off track. And, and God's not going to do it. Praise God. All right. Father, I thank you for allowing me to share how good you are this morning. To share your word, Father. And for every one of us in the room today, Father, I'm believing that your words and the heavenly vision that you have for each one of us is growing more and more. It's becoming bigger inside of us than even ourselves. And that, Holy Spirit, you are going to be manifesting in our lives all that the Father has because you are our comforter here today. You are our guide. Oh, and I thank you, Heavenly Father. And Jesus, you are my King. And you are my Lord. And I thank you for doing all that you've done. Amen. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Enjoy. Would you enjoy Barry? Kimba. Praise God. Enjoy Barry. And Kimba. Enjoy Barry.